Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, No Shave Man Cave fans, this one here actually is going to start right in the middle of a conversation. We ended our podcast on the best matches, and uh, Jared and I started talking about some other stuff and other matches we like, uh, so I decided to hit record. I apologize, I missed the beginning of our conversation, but it's some good content. I wanted to put it out there as a bonus feature, so I hope you all enjoy it. It's going to start in the middle of a conversation. You should be able to pick up on what we're talking about, and just a little insight into uh, the knowledge Jared has in his brain about wrestling. I hope you enjoy it. It's going to start now. They were fighting for their version of the Intercontinental title. Yep. And they that was like the first, maybe not the first, but pretty close to the first time that the ladders were used like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, talking about the Shawn Michael Scott Hall one, right? Yes. Yeah. That was that was a SummerSlam, wasn't it? It might have been. I, I don't even think it was a major... I don't remember. Yeah, it almost seems like it was a Monday night or something. And yeah. Like seeing the ladders being used. Um, the first match we talked about doing this was the Road Warriors against the Fabulous Ones. That was like the first time because yep. the Fabulous Ones um, had been on such a roll, and they had just gotten through a couple of couple of feuds with the Midnight Express and the Rock and Roll Express, and then the Road Warriors came in and just buzzsawed them. And um, if you like gory, the Kurt Henning and Scott Hall. In AWA, that match, Kurt Henning goes up and over the ro- up and over the top rope, and as he did, he hooked his arm in, and the top and middle rope are around his neck. Oh wow! And they was it a botcher? I'm not sure, oh. but it was like Kurt Henning was busted wide open, like the entire length of his forehead. He was completely busted open, and uh, they just wore him out. Yeah, I, I had a few like, and I, I was looking at some of the Anoki matches, and it was horror. But just to me, that's the one that kept sticking in. Because, yeah, like Bret Hart, again, I could I could give you a plethora of Bret Hart matches. I can give you a plethora of Kenny Omega. Hell, there's a match where Kenny Omega takes on an eight-year-old girl that's actually a pretty good match. There was a... Who, who kept saying... Was it... Um, it might have been on Busted Open, and Tommy Dreamer said something to the effect of, 
he could have a five-star match with a broomstick. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> <laughs> but another um, another match that popped up was WrestleMania three with Randy Savage and Ricky the Dragon Cena. Oh, yes. I watched that recently because we were doing our, hey, let's talk about reviewing those. Right. And I remember Ricky the Steamboat doing the top rope stuff and the commentators, Grill Monsoon, saying, oh, I've never seen anything like that before. I'm like, man, that's not yeah. yeah, that was a yeah, the And then you go back later and they were both so um, methodical, I guess, is the right yeah. word. And they worked on that match and worked on that match and worked on that match um, almost in nauseam and... Um, they weren't really that good of friends to begin with, just because Randy Savage at that point was really difficult to deal with. Yeah, but yeah, that was uh, that was a really good one. But I think I think with name recognition, I think yours I think yours is a really really good. Um, and now you know, like if you were to say any match with Ric Flair, everyone goes, "Oh, I know who Ric Flair is." Yeah, and because of the conscience there. Yeah, but because of the, sort of that controversy too. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I and and I sort of it was thinking like, oh man, I can go back to like you know, mid-South days. But I think if I were trying to do some injured... So, the other thing, I know I might have way overthought this, but I'm introducing a new fan. Right. The attention span of people nowadays is not as small. Right. And I think some of those old grind them out matches that, yeah, you would have lost them just like the the aesthetic, like you're looking at it, you're like, there's 50 people in the studio. Right. And, no, I think the stage that they were on, it being a huge... um spectacle everybody knows what wrestlemania is right so it's like there's people sitting around getting ready to watch the royal rumble because they know what the royal rumble yep. is and they won't watch any other just like less like me for a while there i wasn't watching nwe i'd just turn on the premium live events and then that was it i also uh it's funny because now we're sitting here talking i'm like man i you could look at matches like the necker butcher versus samoa joe and or samoa joe aj styles from ring of honor yeah uh the briscoes uh you know jay and Jay Lethal and Jay Briscoe from from regular like there's so much yeah. really good wrestling out there that it's hard to pick one. It's hard to pick like, but again, those like I said, there's all that intricate stuff, yeah. storytelling, and all that that if you're not if you haven't followed wrestling before and it's just first time you're seeing it, right. I think the two we gave were good because the tag team match, a lot of action and everything. I can't. I'd have to watch that SummerSlam one again. I'm pretty sure they did the package in front of it, like what led to the mm-hmm. feud. Which is always good. WWE's always been really good at that. Yeah. I it's yeah, I, I'm sitting here thinking I keep coming up with other matches too, like Sergeant Slaughter versus the Iron Sheik, oh, yeah. where the Sheik busted him open for real because he had them stupid curly things on his feet. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I almost you almost could put together a playlist. Yeah, the uh, I quit match. So like I don't like like I told you before, I don't like a lot of blood and um I'm just it, too much for me now. But the all really good yeah. A really, really good one would be the I Quit match with Magnum TA and Tully Blanchard for the World TV title. Oh, I'd have to go back and watch it. I don't really have seen that match. That was, um, it was in a cage, and Baby Dow threw a chair in, and Tully broke the bottom piece off of it and was about to use it on Magnum TA, and Magnum TA ended up getting the piece of the chair and was just, like, gouging at him, and he finally... Really? Is that on the network? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'll have to check that one out. I went through a phase where uh, I was watching nothing but uh, death matches, like the old, oh, like okay. uh, the ones in Japan with like the electric, like the, the stick the stuff in your head. Some of that stuff was real. The one that popped on my head said the I Quit match, though, was the Rocket Mankind one. 
where he's beating him over the head with the chair. And they, and back then, they just unprotected chair shots to the head like crazy. Because I remember watching, uh, what was the movie, Beyond the Mat, where it, it showed his family in the audience while that was happening. And I just remember going, like, that really affected me. I can't go back and watch that match after I know what his family yeah. went through. But that was a hell of an I quit match. Yeah, you see some of the chair shots now, like, they're real, like, cautious and, you know, but then um, Gunther got popped. He caught, popped. oh, did he? Uh, forehead or something, like, maybe up over the ear. He was busted over pretty good. Hard way out. Oh, yeah. So it was, um, yeah, that was, uh, right. There's some of the matches, like, with when he was Kevin Seen. Yep, and El Generico. El Generico. He had some awesome matches, and to see him now with, like, his facials and the way he sells it, I mean, dude used to wear a mask. Yeah. You're like, and that's what uh, one of the guys, Top Flight, the yep. AEW tech team, the younger brother, he um, he used to wear a mask. So, like, oh. when he first started out, um, so to see him, like, selling and stuff, yep. sort of green on that, but, yeah, that, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, it's, man, I'm just sitting here going back through my experiences and matches. Like, there's so many, so many good wrestlers, too. It's a great thing to get involved in, like, yeah. especially if you really enjoy it and get into it. Yeah storylines and you know we're watching the prep for the rumble and i'm watching Sami Zayn and his facials and like the bloodline stuff and excuse me roman reigns has come a long way too yeah he is definitely that guy has come into his element yeah because i remember the times when everybody just wanted to boo him and hate him and now he's like he's fantastic it's hard to believe when uh the wwe was trying to babyface push him down our throat oh yeah and um, to the point where he hasn't been pinned in two years. Yep. The only match he lost was a tag team match with Sami Zayn. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't lose, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> same. I just thought of another one I could talk about. John Cena versus The Rock. I don't remember what. I think that was WrestleMania 2. Not not WrestleMania 2. WrestleMania. One of the rental WrestleManias. And uh, yeah, I remember that one. And I remember same kind of thing as the Hogan one. I don't think it was powerful because I don't remember it as distinctly. But that's another one too. Very big name brand people yeah have you seen peacemaker yet his show caught oh i got that intro fun up the it's very yeah very funny so good dang yeah he's uh i didn't i didn't think he would do as well as he's doing like i thought he'd get a couple of commercial yeah bit art here and there and then he's done like multiple movies uh now we his tv show just got renewed Yep, he's working on a couple other movies. So. Yeah, he's pretty funny too. I get, it. I, I enjoy him. And his his uh, Twitter and Instagram, he just posts like random photos or random postings yeah. with no context, and you're just like, uh, why? Like he just posted a photo not that long ago of a of a of a frog or a toad. I don't know the difference. <laughs> but like why? Like what are you thinking about? You're like, I want to take this picture of this frog. Frog is that's all you know. Who knows? Man, that's good stuff. Yeah, then you can have, like, try and look up uh, who, like, uh, John Cena and JBL for the U.S. title, right when JBL went away because his back was so bad. Yep. Point. Well, and then you could always go to the Eddie Guerrero-Rey Mysterio matches if you really wanted some way, or who went to Guerrero and Rey Mysterio, Ultimo Dragon. Like, there are so many, like, archives of you know, just great stuff out there that if I brought a new person in, I could definitely, after they get in and get hooked, give them a library of stuff <laughs> to watch. You know, watch a Booker T right here. I mean, Harlem Heat. I just, some of the matches in WCW uh, is so much. His feud, Booker T's feud with Stone Cold. 
you know, have them watch the, the match in the grocery store. That'd be another cool thing to look at is like feuds that to bring a new wrestling yeah. fan in, like the start to end of a feud, especially the ones that have like real story, like realistic stories behind them, like Owen and, uh, Owen and Brett. What a great feud. And then that match, like the whole time, the first time they fought all leading up to that, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you. And then you even get to the match and Brett's like holding back and holding back. And then I forget exactly. I'm going to have to watch that one again. There's something. Owen does something a little dirty or something. And you can see Brett just turn it on and just, yeah. and then even when he pins him, you could tell he didn't really want to. Yeah, I was going to, for uh, Christmas, I was going to get you a, um, I think it was an eight by 10 and it was Lou Hebner with... Bret Hart and Owen, oh, and they were, they were both, all three of them had signed it, oh, while uh, Bret had Owen in the figure four. That's cool. Lou was look at us, like, looking forward, so the photo was coming this way. And they were both like, it was, yeah, it'd be going right up there in the man cave. Yeah, I'd hang it up. Oh, Stone Cold Bret Hart, the iconic, the iconic match, man, with blood running down. the blood running down his face. That was that. such a match that made Stone Cold. Stone Cold against The Rock when The Rock beat Stone Cold and Soul Cold. Yep. Me. They, um, who talked about that? Or maybe that was on the documentary. Uh, Stone Cold did the document, you know, was talking about it. And, and The Rock said, he, you know, Stone Cold was so gracious the way he treated him on the way out. And nobody else knew that that was his last match. And it was just like, they did, he pushed the referee away and they talked for, you know, 30, 45 seconds or whatever. And you're just like, that is too much. So, other than me, gimmick matches would be a good one to go yeah. forward to. But Donnie Brooke, uh, <laughs> if they really had, like I said, the, the library you could build, okay, great matches. Part part of the podcast that's scary is what we could really start diving into. Yeah. Like, you know, top five matches. Yeah. Golly. You can even go, let's talk about top five New Japan matches <laughs> in, in 1999, you know, or, yeah, we could start putting that kind of stuff up on Twitter. I just, I, as I'm sitting here, I'm going, Man, like some of that new, because you know that New Japan thing. Now I'm going through and watching. Like I watched uh, Andre and Hogan in New Japan. Totally all new respect for both of them. Oh yeah, well, you know, they could go. And yes, it's old style. It's older style. It's a little slower. It's not you know flippy flips as uh, Braun Strowman likes to call it. But <laughs> I enjoyed it. And then even looking at uh, Anoki and Shibata. And just some of the old Japanese stuff, or Shibata's not old, but the Shibata, like just all that, it's so uh, impressive. And and the things that you start finding when you really start digging. And then there's some independent matches, too, that you can find that are amazing. Believe it or not, Orange Cassidy is a few out there that are um, just blow away, like, it's a different style. Yeah. But but it makes sense why um, QT and Cody and all those guys saw something in them and brought them in and said, hey, you know, and Dan out, right? Like he's this big goofy character. Yeah. But if you go back and like watch some of his matches, he's pretty damn good. He's small, so he works on the independent circuit, and he's a little small, too small for I think AEW even. But he, it works. And then yeah, I just there, there's so much out there. We could do a whole podcast on Bret Hart matches and Shawn Michaels match, and then debate whether you're a Bret Hart or a Shawn Michaels fan, because you know that was always the are you a Bret or a Shawn guy. Notice none of our matches say Triple H. <laughs> I think he had some good matches in him, though. I tell you, I think he was underrated. He was better than, well, maybe not underrated at the time. I think he was better than I realized until I'm back and watched some of his stuff was Batista. Yeah. I remember when I was watching it thinking, oh, he's just another big dude who throws people around. I recently went back and watched Batista 
Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton at WrestleMania, the one where he won the title, where he had to be Triple H earlier, and then it was a triple threat main event, and he had his arm all taped up, and I watched that match, and I'm going, holy crap, Batista's pretty good. It's selling some of the stuff he was doing. I'm like, all right. like So now I want to go back through and watch some of old Batista stuff. I just put a poll up. Rock versus Hogan, WrestleMania 18, or Dudley's versus Edge and Christian versus... Hey, No Shave fans, I hope you enjoyed that uh, very candid conversation between Jared and I. Uh, you know where to follow us, No Shave Man Cave. Uh, we're on Apple. We are on Amazon Music. We are also on iHeartRadio. Share it with your friends. Leave us a comment in the comments on Apple and let us know what you think so we can get better. Thanks, guys. I'll see you on the floor. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.